The next one, again, this is another objective rule that I think would be an evolution of a previous rule. So in our sport, we're allowed to carry a crop, called a crop. It's a no longer a stick, but it's basically a, well, you see jockeys flailing in their hands. Now, jockeys, when they're flailing it, they're not always hitting the horse, but it's still, that's called a crop. And we're allowed to carry that when we show. Um, and oftentimes that's used to tap the horse uh, on the shoulder, but also we are allowed to take our hands off the rein and hit the horse twice behind the saddle. I don't think that second part should happen because if you're riding, you take your hand off the rein and you hit the horse like this, that's an inherently aggressive action. I understand there's a side where it says, well, it can help a horse go forward in an already difficult situation that would make the situation better. But I would argue, I don't want to see it. And if we have to result to those aggressive actions to have a better outcome, the problem isn't the aggressive action, it's what led before. So I think we should be allowed to carry a crop, but we have we aren't allowed to take our hands off, hit the horse. Now it's an amendment because it went back to a rule that we're only allowed to hit the horse twice. I think like uh, beating people, I don't think it's the number of times you beat them that's the problem. I think it's the action itself. And I don't think carrying the stick on in your hands like this and tapping the horse on the shoulder is anything different than clucking or making noise with your mouth. I think taking your hand off the rein is inherently different. Next, similar along the previous vein, but I guess a bit differently. I think there should be a jump fault maximum where if you get above a certain number of jumping faults, you get a ring and your round is over. This is something easy the FEI could do. Simple rule change. It's objective. So you're not relying on the opinion of various stewards trained all over, you know, who cares? Various backgrounds doesn't matter. This is objective. I picked jumping faults, not time faults, because if you make a circle, like a calm circle, and then you rack up 30 time faults, that's way different than having 30 faults from rails. You know what I mean? Actually, it would be 32 faults from eight rails, but detail. That's just different. So it has to be jumping faults. And for me, what I would say is I think we should start with a threshold of 16 jumping faults. So that would be one stop and three rails or four rails. Once you hit that threshold, you get a beep, round is over. Because if you have four rails, what's the fifth one going to do? You know what I mean? Like the round is already not going well. So, and I think there could be a case for 12 jumping faults. But I think at the beginning, 16, easy. And that's, again, it's an objective, small rule change, easy to do, and easy for people to understand that it's for the horse's sake. All right, the next one, the FBI should regulate mandate is standard jump equipment at the show ring. Now, probably guessing you're thinking, well, don't they do that? Yes, but 
There are some shows, because of legacy, they're allowed to use older jump equipment. The reason we have the new jump equipment standards, and I think those should be strengthened, we'll talk about that, is because the new jump equipment is safer. It falls down easier. It falls down in a better way that prevents more horrible flips. The jump equipment is lighter, which is safer, and it's better for everyone. But for some reason, the FBI has said certain shows that have a certain historical significance can be allowed to have longer poles, thicker poles, heavier poles, deeper cups, and that's okay. But this stuff is for safety. Look at like, shit, look at Formula One. The historic tracks, Monza, um, uh, Silverstone, uh, Spa-Francorchamps, all these tracks are historic tracks that have been used since the early days of Formula One and before. But they have changed their tracks to increase safety. They've adjusted the track layout to make it safer. They've increased runoffs. They've made the runoffs safer. They've changed things to make it safer. They didn't say, ah, this turn at this track, it's historic. Can't change it. We're accepting that it's less safe and we're putting drivers at risk because it's historic. That's what we're doing by not forcing historic shows to change their jump equipment. FBI should do that. They should force them to change because it improves safety. I remember watching a certain show that has very long, wide, thick, heavy pulls. And you'd see these modern quick horses. They'd have a little rub on a fence. Fence wouldn't come down, but it would stop their forward momentum. And then in combination, if it was like a vertical oxer combination, the horse would swim at B because they lost all their forward momentum because that pull at A was heavier. Hey, banana. So we need to mandate standard jump equipment with no exception because standard jump equipment is there for safety. Safety of me, the rider, and more important, safety for the horses. I can be repaired a lot easier than the horses can, and the horses deserve better. Easy for the FEI to do. Don't know why they won't. All right, this last one. This one is also a bit personal to me because it happened to me a little while ago, which you guys, if you follow me for long enough, have seen. Stewart's job is a tough one. It's an important one. It's critical. The stewards need to be supportive and have the right tools and the right education. But I don't believe the stewards' decisions should have no avenue to be changed. If a steward makes a bad call, there should be an appeal process. Not to punish the steward. I don't, I don't want to punish the steward. I want to help out the rider, the owner, and the management. Because if a steward makes a bad call for me, I could lose an owner that has one, two, three, four, five horses with me. And if I don't have an appeal process, my name gets dragged through the mud for a bad call that is against the rules. Shouldn't happen. There should be an appeal process to clear the rider's name. Now, it shouldn't be, take, it shouldn't be structured to be taken advantage of. 
because I don't I don't believe in tort law that's crazy where everyone can sue for everything. I don't like that. I want the rules to be applied the way they're written. And we should have an appeal process. We need the FEI. I know I've been hard on them in this video, but we need them. We need them to make good rules, to protect our sport, to protect people who are doing things well. So that we're not lumped in as one group and we're all because one person's awful, we're all awful. No. We need better rules that are objective, not subjective, go after individual things that clearly promote our sport, promote horse welfare, and promote the amazing aspects of our sport. But when the rules are just these nebulous, if you make our sport look bad, we'll punish you. Or if we feel we need, you know, we need to invade your privacy, we can. That's not going to change horse welfare. No. Simple things, like I've talked about in this video, and obviously there's more, it's not an exhaustive list, can really help. And so instead of big regulations and all of this stuff, simple, objective rules. Easy to interpret, easy for everyone to understand. Sometimes those consequences are tough. Like we've talked about, if a Grand Prix, a major Grand Prix is not allowed to go because their quality is not good, that's a problem. But it's not allowed to go because the air quality sucks, and that's going to affect the horses. I think the horse welfare trumps the cost involved. Every time. So let's promote horse welfare regardless of the cost. And these easy rules are a great start. 